Two sisters coming together in the spirit of love and the spirit of cooperation, motivating the masses. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Super Tea Podcast Show. So this is supposed to be episode two in our new series called Sister Series. Um, We've had some technical difficulties and one sister is dealing with a very serious issue right now. So the two that were invited to record this Sunday, they were not able to record. Nonetheless... I am here and since I kind of had to come up with a topic just out of nowhere I'm gonna talk about what is on my mind what is on my mind is vibrations I literally just had this experience where these people were selling promoting fair like it was the next best thing (laughs) and this was an educational course So when it comes to the flaws, they're intertwined into everything. Anything that fear is attached to, it's an issue. We should not be operating from that vibration. So to be in a classroom with individuals who are just like, you know this could happen, you know that could happen, this fucked up situation, it's like, this is not the space I belong in. I prefer to work smarter, not harder. And people will be confused because it appears as if I'm working hard because I have weird hours. When most people are asleep, I'm working um, seven days a week. And when most people are working, I'm sleeping. (laughs) So, but I'm really not putting extenuating um, stress on myself or my body. Now, hours, yes, I'm putting in hours because I'm still young, relatively. So I can afford to put in some additional hours to build what I am building for myself, which is phenomenal. So again, let's get to the topic of vibrations. It's just going to be me here, Super T, your host, the curator of the Super T podcast show. And you may hear a noise in the background, but that just gives it more flavor, you know? Just let you know that I am an authentic person that's just living an authentic life. And I share according to how I have the impulse to do so. That's another thing that's of extreme importance. That you need to follow your intuition at all freaking times. Don't second guess it. And if you're an intellectual like me, it's... It's not an easy thing to do, but the more you do it, the better you will see things turn out for you. I was literally like sitting there and even though I had my plugs in and I was actually um, listening and watching Think and Grow Rich, which I didn't even know they created a movie. It was the most inspiring thing. It was like in one ear, I have all this inspiration and in the other ear, in the ethers, it's this fair concept. And I did my very best to ignore it until I was just like, okay, let me just excuse myself. I got to start work in a little bit. Even though I know I'll have the freedom to record 
you know, and interact. But um, I got sucked into a project and I'm excited about it because it took up a whole momentum of itself. Um, I'm excited. I'm not going to go into deets because I'm still connecting with other coordinators who are also working um, on this project. It was actually their brainchild and I kind of fell into the bandwagon. I didn't jump on it. <laughs> I promise you I was minding my business as always. And somebody came to me and they're like asking me questions as if I created it. I'm like, I didn't create this thing. I don't even know the people who did. This is what I do know. And once that happened more than once, I was like, okay, maybe this is a sign I'm supposed to be participating in this um, thing that we're doing June 9th. So I'm like, okay, what can I do? And I'm telling you, when you ask the right questions, you will get the proper answers. Asking what can you give? What's your purpose? What can you do? Instead of why are things so bad? No. How can things be better? What can I do to be better within myself? Those are questions that you should ask yourself constantly. Even when things are just looking and feeling beautiful, they can always get more beautiful and look more good. Be aware of that. And when you take responsibility for your own vibrations, you do some amazing things and some amazing things happen. So this is how my morning started. Cray, cray, cray. I had these deadlines, 9.30 test run, 10 o'clock airtime. Completely forgot that I had scheduled to do the recording. I mean, not the recording. I didn't forget to do the recording. I have forgot that I had scheduled to do an um, annual in-service. That's required for a license that I hold. And it literally came to me in my meditation like, you know you got class at 9 o'clock. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I'm dressed, taking care of the dog. Dog looking at me like, you gonna leave me all day again, mama? I'm gonna have to actually get my dog a freaking stroller to commute her to the city. And it's gonna be, I don't know how fun, cause she's huge. She's not one of them fluffy puppies. She's a pit and a German. But nonetheless, um, I found the place that's very reasonable. Anyway, I call the Uber so I can get here on time. After I call the Uber, I contact the class. I'm like, listen, um, I got stuck at work. I'm on my way. They're like, okay, fine. Uber driver is driving the heck out of this car. I think we're in a Chevrolet Equinox. I mean, there's no traffic. It's 8.30 in the morning. My ETA is, I'm going to get there only a few minutes late. Until he literally pulls over on the highway. And I'm like, what, what, what happened here, sir? <laughs> He's like, the car is overheating. So we sit on the highway shoulder for about 20 minutes. I'm like, do you need antifreeze? What do you need? Um, he lifts up the hood. He's like, nope, I have enough fluids. Everything is good. I'm like, okay. All right. Uber is sending me messages like, you, we see you've been sitting in the same spot for a while. Are you okay? I'm like, nah, physically, yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to reach my destination. So he's like, I'm going to call Uber and have them send you another car. So he pulls off the highway slowly. 
Um, and then he's like, oh, it's not overheating no more. I think I can make it. Pulls back on the highway. So we're basically stagnated for about 30, 35 minutes. He progresses. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, okay, it's after nine. But my test run is at 9.30, so I'm still good. I message the sisters. One is like, oh, I got to meet with a council person. I'm like, okay, it's Sunday, but okay. Maybe maybe council people are doing work on Sundays. It's possible. I'm like, okay. The other sister is like, there is an hour difference. I'm like, I thought you were in Florida. Florida is Eastern Standard Time, too. I believe all of Florida is Eastern Standard Time, but I could be wrong. I did not check. I just took everybody's um, definition. Like, okay, fine. You know, I'm good. I'm safe. The driver's safe. And I can still do the show at a, another time. And we can try to schedule for an agreed upon time when we can all participate next week, next Sunday. And then I went up to the class and I'm like, listen, I gotta be to work at three. Just letting you know, I'm gonna be leaving early. And instantly I met with, well, you came late and this is not my problem. I said, sir, I didn't say that this was your problem. This is an example of me maintaining my vibration. Now, he felt the way, which had nothing to do with me. I maintain my vibration and, and very gently I let him know, sir, I'm not telling you that it's a problem or trying to put it on you. I'm taking accountability and I'm communicating with you. This is just what I'm going to do. How you respond to it, you respond to it. It's no biggie. I've done my part. And that is the attitude that I live with. I don't really care what other people are doing. I'm not responsible for nobody else. There may be rare occasions where I might get a slight annoyance, but I let it go. And I'm going to I'll tell you about the rare occasion. I, he didn't annoy me because I just choked it up as he's probably tired too. He looked tired. You know, I know how it is as a business owner when you're physically at your business. Eh, it's not cool. It's not the spectrum to be on. You want to be away from it and have your managers actually running the business. You don't want to physically be at your business a lot, you know. That's why you hire good managers. <laughs> but anyway, he was there. You know, I probably would have been home, but he was there. Okay, whatever. So, I didn't take it no way. I go in the classroom, there's no empty seats. So what he does is he dismisses somebody. Like, come on, you can leave. Let her say. Mmm. So you dismissed this dude right here. You just randomly picked the dude, dismissed him, and then y'all making a big deal over nothing. But I'm like, okay, I'll take the seat. I'm sitting there. They're talking about a whole bunch of rhetoric of stuff we obviously know, especially if you've been in the field as long as I've been. I've been in the field since 2016. It's like, he's just reading the the PowerPoints. Like, I could do that. I, I, I might actually start doing it. <laughs> you know, I like my multiple streams. So... They're going through the um, PowerPoints and, you know, some people are asleep. <laughs> I don't know what the people behind me were doing, but the people next to me were sleeping. 
<laughs> one guy was like, I'm not coming back after the break until after lunch. I'm like, okay, do you help me? He's like, he's going shopping. I'm like, okay, do you help me? So I noticed that they have this amazing art all over the place. And I'm like, that's my thing, you know, that's been uh, pulling me. And I finally, like, said I'm going with the flow. I'm going with the stream. No resistance. I'm going to embrace it because I enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it. Like, I cannot walk past what I feel is good art, whether it's a sculpture, whether it's a painting, and, like, just keep going. I could be anywhere, and I'm stopping. I'm going to the piece. I'm embracing the piece. I'm, you know, observing the piece. I'm less there with that wonderful piece of art. And I like all types. And I actually went to Blick and finally got my paints. I've had my canvases and my freaking, um, oh my God, what is it? Easel? Yes, easel. It looks like my tripod. It actually operates like my tripod where I could like adjust the legs on it and stuff. But anyway, I got my easel. I had my easel for over, I want to say over two years. Over two years, I've had my easel and had my canvases and just making excuses after excuses. I'm just like, nope, I'm going to dive in because this feels good. And not only does it feel good, it's a profitable thing to do. And I'm good at it. So anyway, um, <sighs> oh, the art that was there. So I'm looking at the art that's there and I'm like, wow, I got little numbers on it. And of course, these observation skills allowed me to see that it was for sale. So I was like, mm-hmm. which one do I want? There's a lot of good ones. But I found one that really, really, really spoke with me, resonated with me. And I was like, mm-hmm. This is the piece I want. So I got that piece. And um, the guy that was there, the instructor... He's like, oh, you can buy the frame too. The frame is more, but I don't know where they are. I'm like, it's okay, cool. I looked at the frames and realized they were dollar store frames. I ain't mad at them. I got dollar store frames all over my house. So I'm like, okay, instead of me giving them five bucks for this dollar frame, I'm going to buy me one for a dollar. So as I'm like about to close the art book, the instructor comes up to me, comes up to me. <laughs> And says, well, you know, I can't give you your certificate. I said, what? I didn't ask you for no certificate. What are you talking about? I didn't even come here for a certificate. This is just the in-service, you know? This is just a little side gig for me, sir. And he's like, I need to tell you. I need to let you know. And he was just like, oh, in a whole different vibration. And what I did, I maintained my vibration. I was like, sir. I did not even approach you or mention this to you. You just approached me out of nowhere. I'm more involved with this art right here. I'm more concerned with this art. This art is what's making me feel good. Not your random conversation about something I didn't even bring up, sir. And so he walked away. And I'm sitting there. It's still break time. He gave them like, uh, it's still technically the break time. You gave the people an hour and 15 minutes. Mm. So, mm. I'm at Beckett 
enjoying some delicious goodies. Good vibes, baby. Good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. So, excuse me chewing, because you're going to hear me chewing. At least you're not hearing me yawning. <laughs> Anywho. I'm sitting there. Still have um, Think Rich, Grow Rich playing in my ear. Still have him selling fear. Like, I don't want to live in this neighborhood. I don't want to live in that neighborhood. I don't want to. I don't want to. All his don't want us. And in my mind is like, I want to live in Saddle River. I may be Hokukus, if I'm saying it right. Hokusku. I want to do this. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. And I was like, hmm. And he said something about, it's all about choices, you know. People's, people's energy are split, like, a lot. And I'm guilty of splitting my energy, too. You know, looking at the things I don't want and actually giving them attention. But now that I know that that's not advantageous to me or to anybody, I catch myself. And I purposely don't do it when I catch myself. I acknowledge that I'm doing it. Once I acknowledge that I'm doing it, I'm just like, okay, now I need to do something different because I know there's something that I could give my attention to that I really enjoy, that I really like. And if I do that, hello, I'm controlling me, baby. And that's all I'm responsible for. I ain't responsible for what anybody else is doing. I'm not, that is not my responsibility. So know that you are not responsible and it doesn't mean that you are inhumane because you're choosing not to look at problems you have the option of looking at solutions and it feels for me it feels better to look at solutions for me I feel better keeping my vibrations up for me I feel better actually resolving something versus just looking at it like oh that sucks okay well, guess what? If you keep paying attention to shit that sucks, you're going to keep attracting sucky shit to your life. I'm kind of feeling kind of good, you know? Now, again, there's, there's moments, you know, that I catch myself and I self-regulate. Self-regulation is key. Please know, you cannot change anything outside of you. But once you change you, you will attract different into your life different into your experience and I am the proof I'm literally not stressed eating cake right now because that's what I chose to do because I'm like I don't care sir what best case scenario you see that showed up I participated a little bit whatever you got them you got the 30 you got 50 bucks for me because I bought a painting I bought some art but we're not penny counting here okay it's not a concern or an issue for me. This is just a little side thing that's bridging while I wait for my cafe to reopen, while I work on my art, while I work on my legs, you know? This is something to do. It's not a career, you know? Not something that, you know, it's not a big thing. Something. I enjoy it. I don't say I don't enjoy it. I do enjoy it. But anyway. It was a prime example. A prime example of keeping my vibration up. And I got to drop some some diamonds before I left. When he started getting on the topic of choices and how some people choose to work hard. 
some people choose to do this and he got on talking about the guy from Shark Tank I was like ah he's leaning over to my vibration and probably if I would have stayed there you know who knows how the vibrations would have rose but anyway I had to interject because it's like yeah I'm watching my um, YouTube movie Think Rich um, Think Rich Grow Rich and it looks like I'm completely encapsulated into my screen, but I, my peripherals are sharp. <laughs> and my other ear is open, so I can hear, sir. And I was like, you know what? You are right. I said, work smarter, not harder. And I looked at the classroom. The classroom, no millennials was in there at all. Like, it's all older people who just like, it's just a challenging transitions into the age that we are in now where you just can rapidly get information rapidly um, create a revenue source rapidly you can literally sit and press buttons and generate revenue generate capital you don't have to be breaking your back or wrecking your mind you know and they're just there they all look tired I was just like with the internet like I'm giving y'all some clues. You wanna sit you can sit in this class for eight hours. You can sit and educate yourself, self-educate yourself, or even pay for a course to learn IT, to learn a whole bunch of skills that are available nowadays that were not available before. So just letting y'all know. It may take some time now. I'm not saying that, you know, quit your job and then go on the, on the internet, but I'm saying you at your job, and if it's not stressful, and you watching Netflix the whole shift, then maybe you should choose not to watch Netflix the whole shift, you know? Maybe like only two hours, another six hours, watch something that's going to be educational, educate yourself. And repetition, hmm, repetition is where it's at. Don't just watch something educational once. Watch it over and over and over and over again. Now, this movie was not directed by Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki. But I have read his book numerous times. I'm going to read it again. I feel like I need to read it simultaneously as I'm doing my um, practices from Queen Afua's book. I think it will be a perfect match because the practices that I do every day from Queen of Fua's book is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It sets the whole day and the days just flow with ease, with grace. And even though they're long, you know, because technically this is like my Tuesday, my second day back at work. Um, did I get four hours of sleep? No. But I'm energized. Not because I drank a whole bunch of coffee. I have no coffee, actually. But I did hydrate myself. I did make my breakfast, quote-unquote, tonic. That I elongated my day to purposely get the ingredients for. I'm going to tell you what those ingredients are. Because womb care is so important. Womb as far as W-O-M-B. Extremely important. So this particular tonic 
is um, something that Queen of Four mentions in her book, Sacred Woman. And it is ginger, lemon, cayenne pepper, olive oil, and warm water. And it doesn't sound like a crazy combination, but with enough water, the oil is not even going to bother you. Plus, people are putting MCT oil in their coffee and stuff, so you're good. Extra virgin olive oil, preferably. Um, do it to flush your system. I'm def- and then I also took my um, sea moss. Good stuff. And now I'm putting a whole bunch of sugar, but I'm going to drink some water. My body's good. Go process it and get rid of it. And do what it do. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to cut this show right here and just encourage you all, four of you, 44, 444, 4,000, 4, no, 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 444, no, 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 for your own vibration and just start practicing start practicing it and see the results because the results are phenomenal you are absolutely in control of your life and in control of you it's time for you to know that and act as if because you are thank you for tuning in to the super tea podcast show